0: Welcome to the One Wish, One Step podcast, your one-stop shop for everything involving inspiration, advice, and a general sharing of experiences and stories made specifically for teens and young adults, hosted by Shruti Chari. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the One Wish One Step podcast and specifically my college panel series where I interview college students from different majors who share their experience at the college that they attend and some advice that they have for teens who want to follow a similar career path or are just interested in getting an inside look as to What is involved with being a college student? So this week I focused on business-related majors, and in this episode you get to hear from majors including economics, business administration, business including finance, multinational management and business analytics, and an interdisciplinary study that focuses on arts, technology, and the business of innovation. Each one of these students share a bit more on how they chose business as their major and some of the classes that they take, some of their favorite ones, also some of their least favorite ones, and also how they chose their particular college and what they love the most about their campus. So if you're weighing different majors or even different colleges and want to learn a bit more from an actual college student on what it's like to be a business major and attend some of these world-class universities make sure you stick around till the end and look at the description box to figure out which major or person you want to hear from and if you're liking these episodes make sure that you follow one wish one step on whichever platform that you're on and check out the instagram at one wish one step i look forward to doing more of these panel series but if you have any recommendations or majors or people you want to hear from make sure you leave me a comment or dm me on instagram all right let's get into this episode. Hi, Monsi, thank you for being a guest on the One Wish, One Step podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: To start off, could you introduce yourself, share what college you attend, what your major is, and what year you are in school?
1: Yeah, um, so my name is Monty Jane, And I'm a second year economics major with concentrations in finance and quantitative analysis and minors in statistics and computer science at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo.
0: Nice. So can you go a bit more into your major? What are some of the classes that you take as an economics major? And what are some of your favorites?
1: Um, So as an economics major, the major itself is pretty broad um, because you're looking at financial markets, bond markets, all these different things that I guess, feed into the US economy. So it's just a very broad topic to go into, which is why I, like they emphasize having a concentration. Mm -hmm. So personally, for me, I am concentrating in quantitative analysis and finance. So that leads me into both data analytics and finance. So a lot of the classes that I've been taking uh, are centered around, like one of the classes I'm taking is money, banking and credit, which goes around like financial markets and shows the movement of those financial markets. A lot of, my more broad economics classes are surrounded around like really analyzing output aggregate demand and really delving into these like things to see like in this situation what would happen to the economy if like so-and-so happened or you know supply fell or something like that so it's just like really Mm -hmm. taking a deep dive into like the different situations that can happen with the economy.
0: Nice and so I know it varies from college to college but Is your grading based off of tests or is it more project-based? How does it work for economics?
1: Uh, I would say that a lot of it is free response um, tests because it'll be, like, in such a scenario, what happens, so drawing, like, graphs to show what we think outcome will be um, and a lot of essay responses. Mm -hmm. For a good amount of my classes, I do have to do essays and then they're usually all free response, like, graph type answers for the questions.
0: Yeah, and so how did you decide on this major? What got you interested in economics?
1: So my dad and like my uncle, um, really a lot of my family is in finance and they were all for the most part like business majors Mm -hmm. or something in that relative field. So one thing my dad was like, said was like, don't be a business major, that's too broad. But I ended up hiking economics, which is also very broad, but I think The reason I liked it was it was a little bit more technical. I did go into senior year, not knowing what I wanted to major in. And I was kind of in like a rush where everyone had, was like working on college applications and they knew what major they wanted to be. And Mm -hmm. the one question that I didn't know how to answer my college apps was what is your intended major? Like what's your first major? I don't know. Um, I definitely was never really into STEM for the most part. If anything, I wanted to do computer science, but I didn't like the idea of computer science enough to do that as like a career. Mm -hmm. So I went with economics and I'm really happy that I did that.
0: So how did you decide on that though? Was it just research or was it just like spur of the moment, let's go with economics?
1: I think I liked the, I liked how economics could be made more technical. And one thing that's really encouraged with econ is taking um, it's like like doing a statistics minor or a math minor or a CS minor Mm -hmm. and that was something that was like interesting to me is like I can make this role a little bit more technical so it's not it it leans towards both sides of business and being uh, technical so it kind of has a little bit of stem in there Mm -hmm. enough like not enough for me to hate it (laughs) so that was definitely something that was like intriguing to me Um, but I will say if you asked me, like, even when I was submitting college apps, if at that point you asked me, what does an econ major do, I probably could have answered the question. <laughs> like, I will say, I was not knowing what I was going to do until maybe when I, like, actually committed to Cal Poly.
0: Yeah. So, so what yeah, advice do yeah. you have for seniors who are applying now and anything that they should remember as they're going through the college application process?
1: I think the best thing you could do is talking to people in that are in college. I would talk to, like, maybe, like, second third fourth years or even talking to new college grads Mm -hmm. um and i know that obviously like what you like can reach out to your like family friends like older family friends that you have but i think one thing is definitely um actually someone did this to me recently someone from my high school messaged me on linkedin was like i would like to ask about like your major and your concentrations Mm -hmm. so i had like a 30 minute zoom call with him and he was like super nice about it um and had really good questions to ask about like what i'm interested in and so i think doing that, like, messaging people on LinkedIn that are in college is, like, a great way to understand what the major is about, what the classes are about, what career prospects there are, because I will say one thing is it's, like, you Google that stuff or you talk to a high school counselor, they really butter it up. Yeah. And make it out to be, like, oh, yes, like, you want to do finance, you're gonna be on Wall Street, you're gonna be making, like, seven figures, no time, you know, like, that's not Mm -hmm. how the world works. (laughs) So that's definitely... I think I definitely talking to people about it because they're going through it in that moment. Mm-hmm. And like talking to adults, they went through it 20
2: years ago.
0: Yeah, that's good. So definitely different. Yeah. So how did you decide on Cal Poly Slow being the university that you wanted to attend?
1: The reason I decided on Cal Poly was, I guess I really like their concept of like learn by doing. They're very project based on a lot of different aspects. And I mm-hmm. also did go into college wanting to pursue a CS minor. So I knew that that was like a really good school for CS and a lot of good companies recruit from there. A lot of tech, like they're heavily recruited by tech companies mm-hmm. and even consulting firms heavily recruit out of Cal Poly, which was something that I definitely didn't expect. So I will say one thing to look at is when you're applying to colleges or when you're like getting hearing back from colleges, look at what companies recruit out of there and what their, what program that they offer that companies like. So like one thing, I mean, I'm not in accounting, but like, I would 100 say like if you're interested in accounting like go to cal poly because all the big four like consulting firms like they recruit so heavily out of like cal poly and that's like something that like i didn't know until i had committed but mm-hmm. i was really interested in how like tech companies recruited out of there so heavily and that
2: was like what drew me there
0: nice so what would you say is your favorite memory from college uh, that you've had either last year or this year
1: my favorite memory would probably be, I guess it's kind of cliche, but um, I rushed a business fraternity right when I um, got like my fall quarter of my first year. Mm -hmm. And I think crossing from that, like in, in becoming a member of that fraternity, like a brother of that fraternity was the biggest or my favorite moment, because I don't think I've ever worked so hard in my life. And I hope I never have to work that hard in my life ever again. But that was like the most grueling six weeks of my life. And I think that was like a big sense of accomplishment, like crossing and becoming a part of that group. And I think like the memories that I made after I crossed were just like definitely the best memories that I had in college. So I think that moment was like a feeling of accomplishment and led to a lot more great memories.
0: Yeah. Would you recommend that people join sororities when they go to college or ones that go with their major?
1: I can't speak to panhellenic greek life um, but i know that like every there's like different parts of greek life so there's like professional which is like what i'm in mm-hmm. there's um panhellenic there's asian so it's like there's a lot of different i guess traits of each of them and i think it depends by college what they have to offer but from what i've heard at least is like i think de- like if you're interested in it um rushing and pledging for a business fraternity i think it's it really is a great balance of social and professional growth Mm -hmm. because you definitely have people that like want to have fun, want to do new things. And it's also, I think that joining that fraternity was the best thing for me professionally. Like I don't think I would have the internship I have this summer without that fraternity. I don't think I would have like the professional development. I don't think my resume would look as good if it wasn't for that. So I definitely think if you're, even if you're not a business major, considering doing like a business fraternity is like a really great option.
0: Yeah. So to end this, what is your biggest piece of advice for high school students who are looking to pursue a business major or career along the same path as you?
1: I think a lot of people enter into business not knowing what it is. And I think it's like an, a lot of times it can be viewed as an easy cop out. Mm hmm. Um, and it is, it is for some people and it isn't for others. And there's like no shame in that. But I think one thing is like definitely trying to find what you like because, and that's, I think like the concept of having like concentrations or like an emphasis in colleges is like really important. And I think it's, it's, it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but I think you should, a lot of times people, like I've, I've noticed that certain people, I think with being in a business fraternity, they really push you to like try to find what you like really mm-hmm. fast. But if you don't have that push, I do know that there's like people that are trying to declare this year and they're just declaring on like, oh, I like this one class. Yeah. So I think definitely trying to research, um, trying to talk to like people in different fields, trying to talk to like older people definitely helps a lot to um, figure out what you like and and make sure that you apply yourself. I think talking can only do so much in theory you're like oh I I would love to be a CS major I would love to do something that's like coding related but I think what really matters is like trying to apply yourself and trying to do things like internships and um I don't know doing passion projects and stuff like that so yeah, yeah definitely apply yourself and talk to people and try to figure out what exactly it is we want to do because going in business can be really broad
0: yeah well that's good advice and I want to thank you again for weighing in on this conversation
1: thank you so much for having me again
0: Hi, Jolie. Thank you for being a guest on the One Wish, One Step podcast.
3: Of course. I'm excited to be here.
0: Could you introduce yourself, share what university you attend, uh, what major you're in, and what year you are in school?
3: Yes. My name is Jolie Gross. I'm in business administration at Marshall at USC, and I'm currently a sophomore.
0: Nice. So how did you decide on pursuing business administration? Was there something in high school or in your earlier years of education that led you to pursue this path?
3: Yeah, I think um, in middle school, it was that I, my mom actually got me this uh, fashion designer book, and I always been interested in fashion, but more of the business side, because I'm not strong at designs. Mm -hmm. So that's where I came in and I wanted, well, these are like big goals of mine, but to own my own company and just learning business administration would be perfect.
0: Yeah. So why did you decide to attend USC? I mean, obviously it's an amazing university and they have a very prominent uh, business school, but uh, were you weighing other schools or when you were applying for college, how did you decide on USC being the one you wanted to go to?
3: Um, I chose USC because it was, I feel like it's a perfect distance from since I live in San Diego is a perfect distance from home and two hours. So you're still kind of further away from your parents, but you could always fall back on them Mm -hmm. if you need something. Um, And also my grandma and my uncle live there. So I have a couple family there for support. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was younger, I went to a lot of USC games. So I kind of had in the back of my mind like, oh, this is my dream school since I was younger. So I was very excited when I got into USC.
0: Yeah. Do you have any tips for applying to different colleges, especially with a business program? Anything that you wish you did differently when you were a senior?
3: Um, for that, I would say like research the college that you're interested in. I know that's kind of basic, but I use like websites where it would give a school ranking. I think it was Niche, but uh, it gave a school ranking. Um, I wanted to see like the diversities at every school, um, campus life, and um, it also shows you like the average stats, so you can like kind of get an idea of like if this is a school for you. And um, also the essay, I believe that was really important because that really shows who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's good to have friends, family, and your teachers, especially to give you advice on um, your essays and how they can improve. And
0: yeah. Could you explain a bit more about your major? What are some of the classes that you've already taken or classes that you're probably going to be taking in future years to complete your business degree?
3: Okay, yeah. So Marshall has like a lot of good majors. There's accounting, finance, and they even added like a sports management major, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, but I'm in business administration because it kind of combines all of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do a little of everything. So I'm right now I'm doing accounting, which it's tough, but I kind of like it. Uh, learning the uh, skills and math for it. It's easy math, but there's a lot of concepts. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really helpful when you're older. Mm -hmm. And if you want to start your own business, you could, accounting is very important. And I'm looking towards finance, um, kind of finance just sums kind of accounting in as well as other things you have to manage in a business. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that class because that will really help someone with their own business. And right now I'm taking Fundamental of Entrepreneurship. And that one's really cool because there's been a lot of guest hosts there um, who have their own startups. And some of them have been very large startups like Uber and TRX Bands. Uh, Those people have came in and gave such good advice on um, how important it is to have good uh, partners and coworkers and how communication is very important when starting your own business and obviously funding as well and making connections with people. So mm-hmm. in the future, you could reach out to them and uh, say, hey, I'm starting this business if you want to invest and stuff like that.
0: Wow. And so I know that USC is a private school. So how large are your classes and what is kind of the structure of them? Do you have a lot of tests or is it more project-based?
3: Um, we have a lot of Test. It depends like what class. So, like accounting, uh, stats, um, econ, those are a lot of test based. But mm-hmm. if you have like the entrepreneurship class I'm taking, it's more project. Mm-hmm. Um, communication is project and individual. So, it depends on the class, but there's a lot of group projects and a lot of te- like they really emphasize. Um, being in a teamwork environment, which I feel like is really good because that's what, you know, in the future you're going to probably go into.
0: Yeah. How big would you say your average class size is?
3: Um, They're about 25 to 30.
0: Okay. And do you prefer that? I know that with some public schools, there's hundreds of kids in a class, but have you found that intimate environment to be better for your learning?
3: I would say, yeah it has been better like making a connection with your teacher is a lot easier Mm -hmm. because there's not like a hundred students in your class so they'll like see you there and um they have a lot more time like their uh office hours they have a lot more time too because there's not as many students and i feel like yeah i've like built more personal connections with the teachers Mm -hmm. um over time since there hasn't been that many people in the class
0: Yeah. What would you say has been your favorite class that you've taken so far?
3: My favorite class has to be probably the entrepreneurship class. Mm -hmm. And then also I'm taking a graphic fashion design class. And this is actually in the Roski School Mm -hmm. um, of Art. So it's an art school and I'm taking a minor in communication design at their art school. And their art school is really good as well. I really like it. And the professors are like really good.
0: Yeah, wow. What is your favorite memory from college? I mean, you're in the center of LA. Um, do you, I know you're online right now, but maybe last year, some fun experience that you've had?
3: Yeah, uh, I probably the football games. I know a lot of people from USC say that, but the football games were really fun. It was a great place to just, like, talk and meet new people because, like, the people sitting next to me, I didn't know them, but they are always, like, cheerful and they are excited about the game, so they would turn to me start talking. And I actually made a lot of friends by going through um, the football games. Yeah. And I would say probably the first week they have a welcome week, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. You get to meet a lot more people in your class. Um, There is, like, there's a splash bash, which is, like, a huge little, um, I guess, party per se, but it's a little, like, get-together at uh, the USC's pool, and they have floaties everywhere, music, and it's so fun, yeah.
0: That sounds like a blast. Uh, To end this, what advice do you have for students who want to major in business or attend a university like USC?
3: Yeah, so my advice is to probably not be worried on Exactly. Like, have a good idea of what you want to do in the future, but don't be so stressed about it because I feel like as I continue taking courses, you'll see the courses that you really enjoy and you'll see the courses that you don't really enjoy. Mm -hmm. So the courses that you're passionate about and that you really like, you'll probably go down towards that path. Mm -hmm. And if you already have an idea and taking a course in something that you think will be good for your future... And just the feeling of like oh yeah this is what i want to do like from the graphic fashion design course it kind of gave me like a relief like oh yeah this is what i want to do because i'm really passionate about this um but yeah not to worry um as you get in college about your future you'll find it and there's at usc there's such a good support system and with the alumni and as well as the office there such a good support system there's amazing people and yeah you'll find you'll find your friend group too there's a lot of events and easy ways to connect with people as well so yeah
0: yeah well that's great advice and I look forward to seeing you start your own fashion company I'm, I'm excited to see what you do in the future so thank you so much for weighing in on this conversation
3: thank you for having me here
0: I'm here with Nimrod. Thank you for being a guest on the One Wish, One Step podcast.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: To start off, could you share where you attend college, what your major is, and what year you are in school?
4: Yes. Um, I'm a sophomore at Chapman University. I'm a business major with a double emphasis in finance and management and a minor in analytics.
0: Nice. So what got you interested in business? Was there something in grade school that inspired you? Um...
4: I think like the schools that we went to, we were always like surrounded with like STEM based things Mm -hmm. and I was fine with math, but I was always like, I hated science. Like I did not like science whatsoever. So I think like my hatred for science, (laughs) like geared me to the right direction and going to into business. So I think that was the first step was like just deciding on business. And I feel like I knew I wanted to do business. Like by the time I got into high school, like I knew Mm -hmm. I was going to go business route Um, as far as, like, going into finance, I think I decided that, like, my junior or senior year of high school.
0: And how did you decide this? Was it a class you took or just kind of studying and research?
4: Because I feel like in high school, there's not really many classes that you take that, like, Mm -hmm. are business-based. But for me, I think finance was intriguing because I think it's also personality-based. Like, I think finance has, like, you need to have a certain type of personality to do finance
0: mm-hmm.
4: also it is a narrow focus but you can also apply it in like so many industries and so many sectors so i think of like just the idea of
0: like being able to have job security was really important to me so yeah that, that's
4: choosing finance.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned before, you know, attending these rigorous schools and following like a lot of STEM courses in school. How did you escape this kind of pressure to pursue a certain path? Or how did you, you know, did you feel pressured when you were picking business as your major? Honestly,
4: I would say I'm pretty lucky in the fact that like, I didn't have any peer pressure from my parents, like you have to do STEM. Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of hard because like, my sister went into a field of STEM. My dad comes from STEM, so I feel like the knowledge of business that I grew up with wasn't like I didn't really know what you could do with a business major. Mm-hmm. So I think like, a lot of it was just, like my own inclination to like research business, and I think that like passion for like wanting to do business also helped in like finding out like what emphasis you want to do.
0: Yeah, so when you were a senior and applying for college, can you kind of take us through that? What were some tips that you have or any big takeaways?
4: There's so many. Um, I feel like the biggest takeaway is that I focused on the what I want to do rather the where. And I think that was super important because like compared to other people, they were always focused on the where. Like I want to go to UCLA, I want to go to USC. Mm -hmm. I when I got to like applying to like UCLA I was like they don't even have a business school like why am I applying here yeah so I think you should really focus on like the what you want to do first before you focus on the where because I think that can really help you decide on like okay I want like I what you want to get from your education is also super important you know like research the program and everything will fall into place
0: yeah, and so after you did that and were accepted into schools, how did you decide on Chapman being the one that you attended?
4: Um, To be completely honest, I was kind of just – because by the time I shortlisted schools, I, like, visited them. Mm-hmm. I liked all the campuses that I visited, so that made it really difficult for me to be, like, Chapman. But I think it really came down to the program and the classes that they offered. Like, the classes were super intriguing. Um. I knew I wanted to do finance and one class in particular is called Walk Down Wall Street. So you got to go to Wall Street and like you learn the history of Wall Street oh, and like wow. that mm-hmm. honestly was like when I saw that class I was like I'm going here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. So can you take us through some of the classes that you've done being a business major and then also with all the finance courses that you're taking?
4: Sure. Um for the most part I would say that the business like the first thing that you do when you like your first two years are basically like the core business classes so it's like econ management marketing communications Mm -hmm. stuff like that I also have an analytics minor so I have like some coding classes and like analytic based class Mm -hmm. and yeah like I haven't I've taken two finance classes I haven't really gotten into like my upper divisions yet yeah but just like the basic stuff so far. Yeah.
0: What has been your favorite class that you've taken so far or one that you're looking forward to?
4: I actually really liked computer science. Hmm. Uh, I don't – a lot of people listening to this probably don't know this, but Chapman requires you to have a minor and major or like a double major. Okay. So that is actually something I'm grateful for because I feel like I would have never gone into like that analytics um, side of things. Like I don't think I would have taken a coding class if it wasn't for the fact that I had a minor. Yeah. But I think putting super interesting and in life was something that I enjoyed.
0: Yeah. So combining, you know, finance and analytics and business, what are kind of the prospects of this major or something that you look forward to pursuing as your career?
4: Um as of now I wanna to stick to finance because I think mm-hmm. that was like something I was dead set on for so long. Yeah. Um but I definitely would love to like combine everything because I have the management emphasis. So if I can go into like a financial management role or like a financial analyst, I think that would be my ideal position.
0: What advice do you have for someone who wants to pursue a similar path in finance and business and, and kind of go through the same route as you?
4: I would say definitely research the specialization. Mm-hmm. If you want to do finance, like really look into it and see that if the job prospects are like something that... Is interesting to you and definitely like look into like whether or not like it fits your personality and like the type of work environment that you would want to work in.
0: Yeah. What would you say is like the kind of personality or like some things that you've noticed um or some parallels between people who pursue this particular field?
4: I personally don't like things to be constant. Like I like the idea of things like constantly changing and constantly Mm -hmm. evolving. So I think that was like a good environment for me because finance constantly changing That's it's a very fast-paced environment so I think if you like that idea and like kind of being on your toes all the time um you would definitely like finance and I think you have to be really driven determined mm-hmm. but I think that's like for any field or like pursuing higher education you need to have that drive
0: yeah do you have a favorite memory from college either with a club or something that you did at, at you know your campus or at school
4: for me personally it was just like being in a new environment like by Mm -hmm. senior year by the end of senior year I was I wasn't exhausted but I was just like craving that change yeah so like just the idea like just the concept of like moving out was like my favorite and like (laughs) just changing scenery was like enough for me and that was probably my favorite memory because it was like wow I'm really in college now
0: yeah how do you think the school environment is in in Chapman do you think it's like a good environment for freshmen and people looking for new colleges
4: yeah, I definitely think so because it's in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to go to L.A., you can. Um, it's a smaller school. So if you like that, like, the classes are pretty small. I think the small, the biggest class I've had was, like, 30 students. Oh, wow. So it's different than, like, your typical public school. Yeah. So if you kind of want that education that that is tailored to you and, like, resources, like,
2: mm-hmm.
4: the advisors are great. You know, like, when I wanted to, like, Um, talk about like my future career prospects like they were always there for me so I think just getting that like one-on-one attention is probably the biggest benefit of like attending Chapman or any private school to be honest.
0: Nice well I know I learned so much useful information so thank you so much for being a guest on the Uh, One Wish One Step
4: podcast. I'm glad I could help.
0: Thank you. Hi Audrey thank you for being a guest on the One Wish One Step podcast.
2: Thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad to speak with you.
0: So to start off, could you introduce yourself and share what college you attend, what your major is and what year you are in school?
2: Yeah, so I go to um, University of Pennsylvania, specifically Wharton, and through Wharton, I have technically like a degree in economics, but my specific concentration is going to be multinational management and business analytics. So I'm currently a sophomore, I've been studying this for, you know, two years, one year online, one year in person. Um, So it's definitely been nice to really like delve into my interest in an academic setting.
0: Nice. So starting off, how did you decide on this major and being the path that you wanted to pursue?
2: Um, For me, it was kind of like a decision process that happened in high school. So during like freshman, sophomore year, I felt like I needed to kind of fine tune what I wanted to do in the future, which would help me like in the college application process as well. So I knew that I didn't want to do like law. I knew I didn't want to do medicine or any other field, but for business, I wasn't exactly sure if I wanted to, especially because there was never an easy way to get exposure to the business field Mm -hmm. in high school. Um, we had FBLA in my high school, which I participated in, but it didn't really give you, like, a real-world setting of how businesses work and how they run and giving you that hands-on hand-on experience. So instead, I decided to just, like, you know, take matters into my own hands and start my own business, which ended up being such a fun experience. So that um, kind of helped me solidify my major and um, uh, my career path being business. So that was my personal decision-making process, but I think a lot, a lot of other people had like different routes um, when deciding their major.
0: So I can imagine after, you know, getting into the top business school in the country, you would, you know, be a bit crazy not to attend UPenn, <laughs> but for you, uh, what was the main reason why you d- decided to attend maybe besides the ranking?
2: Yeah, so I think um, one major factor when, deciding on which colleges I wanted to apply for was location. So pretty much all the colleges that ended up being ones that I applied for were in city locations, which was something that I really, really like emphasized. So I only applied for schools in like metropolitan cities, such as like Philadelphia, um, Boston, Chicago, LA, uh, the Bay Area, places like that, because I just felt like it would be such an essential part of my college college experience being able to have exposure to a city and like live in such a bustling area was something that I really really wanted Mm -hmm. so that was one factor that I looked into another thing um when studying business is that a lot of universities don't actually have business major business tracks they just have like an econ major which I felt like wasn't um giving me the best and like the most amount of exposure to the business field so that's why I was attracted to Penn because there was a specific business school and gives you um, basically, like, an MBA education for an undergraduate, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, I think another thing was also, like, I visited the campus and I just felt so in love with it. I loved, you know, feeling I love, like, the sense of community that it brought, as well as um, all the historic parts about Penn, which a lot of other colleges might not have.
0: What advice do you have for students who want to pursue a business major, um, or specifically when they're applying for college? What are some things that you either wish you did or things that you did that really helped you when you were applying?
2: Yeah, I guess one main piece of advice that I'd give is just to kind of remove the stress around it. Um, I think college applications are really hard because it's kind of like a life or death type of thing right like Mm -hmm. that's at least my mentality when I did it it was like oh if I don't get into a college that I like I feel like I'm so upset like nothing will be going right or anything but it really is just like it is an important part of your life but it's not as important as may think like getting into one college versus another isn't all that different like the main difference would just be the people there. I feel like the education is pretty much the same and the resources are pretty much the same. It's mainly just the community that surrounds it. And I kind of remove that, like, stress factor about it, just, like, making sure that you're taking um, things, like, one step at a time, not really solidifying your major too far ahead because there's always – going to be things that are going to happen that would make you potentially want to switch majors or switch schools or anything like that's always an option there's always room to pivot and um, be flexible so I think I would just go into it with a different mindset and remember that it is important to like as I said like be flexible and like be Mm -hmm. accommodating and having that wiggle room rather than like for sure dictating my path for the future.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. So going a bit more into your major with business, what are some of the classes that you've taken or look forward to taking as a part of it?
2: Yeah, um I I think at Morton we have like a lot of core classes, a lot of like business, um Requirements that every student has to take, so that has taken up a lot, taken up a lot of my schedule for the past two years. One that I really liked was my Intro to Operations, Information System, and Decision Making class. I thought that was really interesting because it was able to um, put me in the shoes of someone in like a major company who's producing something like trying to figure out most efficient output and most efficient number of like machines and all that stuff. I feel like that was really interesting to learn about another interesting class was my multinational management class. And this was like the core class for my specific concentration.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this was really interesting because we were able to learn about like multinational corporations and how trade works and quotas and how economic policies in turn affect Uh, multinational corporations and i never really thought i never really like learned about that in a class setting so i feel like it was really interesting to again put my shoes into someone who um, could have been part of like a company executive making that decision as to whether or not to expand into a new country
0: yeah so you mentioned that you're taking these classes for your certain concentration at wharton do you choose Um, your concentration before you start your freshman year or is it after you've taken these classes and you know if so how did you choose yours
2: yeah so for me I just like looked at the list of concentrations I was like okay what is interesting to me what is not Mm -hmm. I knew I didn't want to do finance um and like I knew I didn't want to do accounting and all that stuff and um one thing about Wharton is that it's very easy to obtain a concentration most of them are just four credits so Mm -hmm. that's like very easy to obtain. Um, and I decided pretty much like last year, but again, like gave myself a lot of wiggle room to decide, um, given the classes that I'm interested in everything. And a lot of the intro classes are able to give you a good look at what the concentration would be like, right? So if you liked Finance 101 or 100, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to like being a finance major and things like that. If I liked Management 101, then I would like to be a management concentration. So I think that is nice about the um, word curriculum because a lot of the intro classes actually give you a really good glimpse into the major. But I think it's also important to remember that they are intro classes that everyone's supposed to take. So a lot of times they're not that fun. A lot of times, you know, it can be a little bit like fluffy because it's just like a core requirement. And Mm -hmm. then once you get to the more advanced classes after that, they usually get pretty interesting and get pretty in depth.
0: What is kind of the class structure at Wharton? Do you have a lot of tests or is it more project-based? What are kind of the things that you do in your everyday classes?
2: Yeah. So again, it really depends on the class. So um, I would say there's like two main different types, like quantitative versus qualitative. So usually for qualitative classes, you have like some sort of like group project and you would have like maybe papers or like things like that. Um, and then for more quantitative ones, you'd have like midterms and exams and stuff like that. But all around, if I were to like generalize everything, usually classes have like one or two midterms and then one final exam and all those assignments could look differently, right? Like a midterm could be either an exam format or a project format or like a paper format, same thing with finals. Um, and then in between there's also like various homework assignments as well as like participation grades, attendance grades, um, So, yeah, it's not just, like, tests and stuff. There's also, like, little assignments and projects in between.
0: Okay. And so I know that you're online, but do you have a favorite memory from college, either last year or this year?
2: So I'm part of a couple different organizations, and one of my favorites is my dance troupe. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm part of Pan-Asian dance troupe, and I'm able to continue my love for dancing. I've been doing Chinese dance ever since I was five, and that's... um, something that I've always been super, super passionate about. So I was able to have my first college dance show last year in February before the pandemic hit, which is super, super fun. I would say that was, like, one of the highlights of my experience because – you know, my whole team worked so hard on it ever since like September of last year. So we've been doing like choreography, we've been doing all these different practices and shows and all that stuff. And it all culminated in our annual show, which was super, super gratifying. Another really fun memory was just, um, my time with my business fraternity, Alpha Kappa Psi, Mm -hmm. or AK Psi as we like to call it. And, um, it was really, really fun to get to know all the brothers and really form long lasting connections. It was really fun to be part of the organization because it's like such a family. I felt so close to everyone, even though I may have never talked to a specific person. We were like connected by this one fraternity, which I thought was really, really fun.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um And so I know that a lot of teens worry about, you know, the stress and kind of burnout from attending these really rigorous schools. Um, Would you say that you've been able to have a pretty good balance between work and fun in college, or how have you been able to manage that?
2: Yeah, um, I think everyone kind of struggles with this. Um, I think it's just really important to keep in mind that this is just school. Like, that's all that it is, right? It's like, if you get a bad grade on an assignment, like nothing's going to happen. Like it will all be okay in the end. And I think that's really important to keep in mind just because it's like a company's not going to look at your GPA and be like, Oh, this person got a B in accounting. So I'm not going to accept them. Right. I feel like there's so many different parts of the application process that are so, so different. Um, And so, you know, it's not just like a, yes or no question, right? There's, like, mm-hmm. interviews. There's, like, application and right application and all that stuff. There's, like, so many things that go into it that makes being a student not the most important thing. And I think just removing the stress from school is able to help a lot with burnout. Um, but I would say that being virtual has been very, very difficult when it comes to this kind of stuff just because there's no clear delineation between work and rest, because you're doing it mm-hmm. all in the same space, right? You're sleeping in a space where you do homework in and where you attend classes in, and, like, you're just unconsciously going to be associating the two together. Um, so I would say that it has been a little bit on the harder side with the virtual learning, but I think one main way also to combat it is just to have a really good support system just like find your people find your friends at college who are also like potentially in the same boat as you or have been in the same boat as you and that that is able to like really help
0: yeah that's really good advice and honestly a good reminder for myself as well in high school um but i want to thank you again for being a guest on this podcast i enjoyed learning more from you
2: yeah thank you so much for having me i hope everything that i said is able to help out
0: I'm here with Shreya, thank you so much for being a guest on the One Wish, One Step podcast.
5: Of course, thank you for having me.
0: To start off, could you introduce yourself, share what college you attend, what your major is, and what year you
3: are?
5: Yeah, Uh, hi, my name is Shreya Gopala. Um, I attend the University of Southern California, um, where I major in an interdisciplinary major um, in arts, technology, and the business of innovation, um, and I'm currently a sophomore.
0: Nice. So you have a very unique major where you're able to go after various different courses. Could you explain a bit more about what is involved with this program and the kind of classes that you take?
5: Yeah, for sure. So my major is a combination of three different um, fields, we do arts. So for that, that includes a lot of like design, creative technology, um, and then we also do technology. So that's like more of like engineering based fields. So a lot of like coding, 3D modeling, um, VR, AR, motion graphics. um, And then we also do business. So we make sure that we have our core business classes in And then we also do a little bit of communication. So um, we do learn how to do like business pitches, um, how to present ourselves in meetings, um, how to create effective slide decks. Uh, So it's a lot of stuff, but yeah, yeah, very interdisciplinary.
0: Nice, so what led you to go down this path instead of just majoring in business or technology or arts, uh, what drew you to this program?
5: Um, for me, it was definitely the fact that in high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. or where I wanted to go in life. And, um, in high school, I was definitely going down more of like that engineering path. I was taking robotics classes. I was in the robotics club. I was taking a lot of coding classes. I was, um, teaching coding and like all of that typically leads you to boom, engineering major in college. Right. But for me, applying into engineering majors felt Disingenuous. It felt like something was missing. It felt like I wasn't mm-hmm. fully applying myself. Um, and so I started looking for majors that combined creative arts with technical arts. Um, and this is one of the few um, in the United States. So I was really excited when I found it.
0: Yeah, so knowing that only about 30 students get admitted to this program, do you have any tips for people who want to attend these very selective uh programs and uh could you maybe maybe take us through the application process? Would it be similar if you were applying for just a business degree or was there extra interviews or supplementals?
5: Yeah, um so the the actual application process was definitely a little bit different than a normal process like you uh, mentioned. It was basically you do your normal common app and then on top of that you have a few supplementals Mm -hmm. related specifically to the major and then um out of that if you get picked um to go into your first round of interviews Mm -hmm. um that's about like they they narrow you down to like a pool of 75 so basically like Once you get to the first round interview, you have like about a 50% chance of getting in. Mm -hmm. Um, And during that interview, um, basically what they tell us is if you make it to the interview stage, that means that you're technically qualified on all accounts to be in the academy. But Mm -hmm. um, they really want to assess your character, your personality, how you um, vibe with the other people that they want to possibly admit. Um, So it's almost like a character assessment, which is kind (laughs) of scary, kind of cool. Um, So after that first round interview, uh, if you pass it, you get in.
0: Yeah. And so I can imagine after going through all of that and getting into this school, you must have been so excited. But were there other programs that you were weighing in or how did you know that USC was the school for you?
5: Yeah, um, I was definitely I always say, like, it was the easiest decision of my life to go here (laughs) just because they tell I mean, this is like the only major of its kind in the United States Mm -hmm. Um, and It was really tough getting here, but it was like the easiest decision to be able to accept and come here just because there's nothing else like it. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing else I could have possibly compared to this major where I'm like, oh, engineering at here is better than engineering at here. When it's like nothing compares to like our technology and the business of innovation, like you can't even think of another major at a different college. So, yeah, it was definitely not a tough decision coming here.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned some of the classes that you take. Do you have any favorite ones that you found really interesting?
5: yes i do i absolutely loved in freshman year first term they made us take a class called innovators forum Mm -hmm. and in it they basically brought in a different like vc or investor um or like ceo of a company each week and we had to pitch a different business idea to them every week Mm -hmm. and they would give us a prompt and then we develop like a business or product idea around it and pitch it to them and then they would judge us based on like the creativity of the idea, the viability, the originality. Um, And sometimes they would even like some, sometimes students even get hired off of this class because people get to see kind of like the work that we do. And that was the best class. It was so fun. Um, You meet so many new people. No one gives you that. Like no one, gives a freshman in college th- that type of like yeah. experience and so it's crazy that we got that and I'm really grateful.
0: So I know that this program is very small, but are you attending regular college courses or is it just this small group of students attending these individualized classes?
5: Yeah, it's a pretty small um, class, we call them uh, cohorts. Mm-hmm. There's 25 students a cohort and we take all of our major classes together. Um, but on top of that, USC does require students to take GEs. Mm -hmm. So, um, those are sort of the classes that we take alongside with other USC students, but you're right. Mostly, um, we're all just taking majority major classes every year.
0: Okay. And I guess on the converse, has there been a least favorite class or hardest class that you've had to take so far?
5: Um, definitely. I would say that for us, um, they try really hard at the Academy to like not make our classes super like typical college classes. Like they don't give us like lectures. They don't do assessments. Like mm-hmm. that never happens. So some of my least favorite classes are always the ones where it's like a little bit more like a normal, like lecture style. Like we get quizzed every week. We have to read the textbook. Um, just because that's not what um, we usually do. And so it's just like a mind,
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a little
5: bit of a mind thing just because like, going into college, like you think that classes are going to be one way, like that Mm -hmm. lecture style, but at the academy, they're completely the opposite. So having to do normal college classes um, sometimes is hard.
0: Yeah. So how do they assess you then if you don't have actual tests? Is it participation based?
5: It's all basically we do a lot of presentations, like basically Mm -hmm. every single project we do, it ends. It all culminates in like a final presentation, whether Mm -hmm. it's like a, a product pitch or like a business slide deck. Um, a creative pitch, Um, and so then they bring in like guest judges or panelists, or they have our professors who are all very experienced in their fields, judge us based on our pitches. So how well did we present it? How original is our idea? How creative is it? Um, How well designed is it? How good does our slide deck look? Um, So there's a large variety of factors. But um, that's sort of our assessment in quotes.
0: Nice. So what would you say are the main prospects of attending this program? Um, Do most people follow a business path or go into creative media?
5: Yeah, but all of the above. Okay. Um, Just (laughs) just because it is so uh, interdisciplinary, the career prospects are widely varied. Um, I would say a lot of us go into uh, startups, so um, building our own companies, Mm -hmm. I think that our major lends really well to that because we learn so many different things that we're able to um, kind of grow with our own startup. So we're able to like ideate around a product. We're able to design that product. We're able to manufacture that product. Then we're able to um, create a ma- marketing campaign around that product. And we're able to project manage and, and business manage just because we have classes in all of those fields. Yeah. Um, so startups are definitely like a big thing. A lot of uh, students go into, then there's always the typical like, product designers, uh, product engineers, developers, marketers, consultants at tech or creative companies. And then we've had people become musicians, people become artists, yeah. we've had people work with the mayor, we've had um, people work on uh, sustainability-centered startups. So it's crazy.
0: Yeah, Well, it seems like an amazing program that could apply to any future career. Uh, I want to ask you do you have a favorite memory from college either with a club or you know you're in the center of la so is there any fun things that you've been up to
5: yeah weirdly my favorite memory happens not in la even though la is awesome and i love it here it happened in coronado um which is the little island off of san diego Mm -hmm. um and basically um our cohort we're really small there's 25 kids and um so we bond a lot just because we take all our classes together and we decided one free weekend that we would just all drive up to coronado and stay like near the beach and yeah. um just bond and that was the best weekend of my life
0: oh that's so fun so what advice do you have for students who want to pursue a similar major or a similar path like you
5: yeah i always struggle with this question just because I always struggle to envision what a similar path would be because this is the only major of its kind. Mm-hmm. So specifically, if, if someone were to apply to this major yeah. um, and they were asking for advice, what I would tell them would be, I think that you would need to be very um, open-minded to learning new things that you never envisioned yourself actually going into or learning. Mm -hmm. Like I never wanted to be like a business student, for example. Like I never thought that I would like become like a business type of person and coming into the academy, I have to take business classes and I have to like do well in them. Mm -hmm. So I'm forced to learn those things. And a large part of it is being super open-minded to failing and learning because they, they force you to just do everything, even if you're not good at it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good advice. And I think that's a perfect way to end. Thank you so much for being a guest on the One Wish One Step podcast.
5: Of course, thank you so much. This is very fun.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and learned something please make sure to give this podcast a follow on whichever platform that you're on and also follow the instagram at one wish one step have a great day and i can't wait to see you next time on the one wish one step podcast i'm here with sarah thank you for being a guest on the one wish one step podcast
6: hi nice to be here um so my name is sarah silverage quick intro I graduated in 2015. I'm currently in law school, and my undergraduate degree was in biology from UC Riverside.
0: Nice. So can we start off with your undergraduate schooling? What led you to major in biology, and what was involved with the switch from being in science to going to law school?
6: Yes. Um, So I decided on my major because originally I wanted to be pre-med and be a doctor one day. Mm -hmm. And while the end goal has clearly changed, um, my motivation hasn't, and kind of as cheesy as it might sound, I do sincerely want to help people better their lives. And that's the, I guess, ultimate goal. Um, but I did decide that for me personally, it would be better to do that through law school and hopefully through a focus on public health and public health policy, Mm um, I mean, that was why I chose biology, because it was, you know, a solid pre-med major, and I liked science, and I still like science, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually been really good for me in law school.
0: Yeah. So what do you think are some of the skills that you learned by being a biology major that have helped you when you're in law school now?
6: Um, so I think one of the big things is the attention to detail, mm-hmm. um, and then... A lot of this also comes from the fact that I did have a career post-grad before I came back to law school. Um, But the attention to detail is huge. The ability to just multitask and organize is super important. So if you ever end up working in a lab, you'll know that you will have to multitask and organize your experiments in a way that makes sense to best use your time. Because if you have an experiment that's got like 30 minutes of prep work and then two hours of runtime, you can't just sit around and twiddle your thumb for two hours. Mm
0: -hmm. So can you explain a bit more on why you decided to go into law rather than, you know, helping out people through pre-med? Is it is there something about just being involved with with various laws that drew you to actually pursuing law school?
6: Yes. Um, So as a doctor, I think you get a lot of one on one interactions and you get to help people individually, which is really important and super rewarding. But um, when I was doing things like shadowing doctors in preparation for applying to med school, I saw a lot of issues that were larger systemic issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the big things I saw was like access to healthcare and inequitable access. So people either didn't have time to take off work or didn't have time to actually get to the doctors or didn't have the ability to afford a doctor's visit. So they would come in when problems were greatly exacerbated, whereas if everyone had equal access and they could come in. You know, initially when the problem first presented, they would have been able to handle it without an issue. So like for an example, if someone has symptoms of diabetes mm-hmm. and they're like, it's fine. I don't have time to go. I need to go to work. I'm not going to go to the doctor. They never get tested. They never get seen. It exacerbates. And then before you know it, they've got uncontrolled diabetes and possibly further complications with their um But like their kidneys or with vision problems and these sorts of things a lot of times can't be reversed, but they can be prevented. So Mm. I just saw a better place for me, a better fit in terms of things. I also talked to friends who were in medical school and realized that while their classes are super interesting, I don't think it was something that I was personally going to be successful at.
0: Hmm. So can you explain the process of applying to law schools? Um, I'm sure we all have a baseline understanding of what it's like to apply to college, but when it comes to law school, um, maybe some of the tests or applications and how that differs from when you were applying for undergraduate school.
6: Yes. Um, so for law school, there are a lot of similarities. Um, kind of like you have to take the SATs for college, you have to take the LSATs for law school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it's also a little bit similar in that there are, especially in California, some shared applications for law schools and some shared essay prompts, but largely you do apply individually. So if you want to do either private schools or you want to do other states, um, cause they know that you're in California, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: So right now I'm going to Arizona state university. Um, so if you're applying out of state, you have to apply usually individually. Whereas in California, there is a little bit of a shared system, um, But other than that, you know, you still have to write essays. You still have to do that generalized standardized testing for the LSAT. Um, If anything, there might be more specific essays for law school. And um, law schools often also have a big diversity essay that you want to submit if you are diverse. And even if you don't think you're diverse, I highly encourage you to consider what perspectives you bring that are diverse and go ahead and write an essay anyways.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, So... When you were switching from being an undergraduate in in pre-med to now being in law, were there some ways that you gained exposure to a legal field? Was there any internships that you did in between uh, to kind of set you up for when you attended law
3: school?
6: Yes. Um, So one of the things that I did was I went to a community college nearby and took a couple classes Mm -hmm. that were legal focused. Like um, a lot of community colleges will offer paralegal courses Uh, So I took a paralegal course and I took, I believe, an intro to logic course, which was helpful for the LSATs especially. Mm -hmm. Um, So I took those for a semester. And then after that, I actually got a job as a legal assistant at a law firm to see whether or not kind of that work was something that I wanted to do long term. So I worked there for a year while I applied to law school.
0: Nice. So how did you decide on Arizona State being the university that you wanted to attend for law school?
6: Um, So, one, Arizona State is pretty well-ranked overall, Um, and then the other part was that they've got a really good health law program, which is what I was interested in, and they gave me a generous scholarship, which I really appreciate.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you take us through some of the classes that you take in law school? Um, What year are you in school?
6: I am a 2L, so second year out of three years. Okay,
0: so maybe some of the classes that you take uh, in your first year and then what you're taking right now.
6: Yeah. Okay. So law school is a little bit interesting and it's different from a lot of other graduate schools and undergrad in that the first year classes are largely standardized. Basically any law school you go to, you will likely be taking these same classes and you will likely be learning the same material for your first year. Mm -hmm. So your first year classes for my school are contracts, torts, civil procedure, um, a legal method and writing class. And then um, you also take criminal law, constitutional law property, and then another advocacy writing class. Okay. Um, there, So, like, one of the things that I will say for law school is that I think transitioning from being a STEM major and working in a science field to the legal field was a pretty difficult transition. It's a very different way of thinking, um, and it's a very different way of analyzing things. So I had to kind of relearn how to study and relearn how to think in mm-hmm. certain ways. Um, but it is very rewarding.
0: Yeah. So what would you say has been your favorite class that you've taken so far?
6: Ooh, um, okay, let's see. So um, one, I have I have several favorite professors. Mm-hmm. Um, your professors really do make a huge difference in law school, mm-hmm. uh, I think largely because of the way that you learn in law school. A lot, of they, a lot of classes do cold calling, where you have to be prepared basically every day because the teacher will randomly call on people to answer questions about the reading, and you have to prepare yourself before class um, to be ready to answer these questions in case you get called on. Wow. Um, uh, so surprisingly, one of my favorite classes would, <laughs> was actually federal income tax, I did not expect to like it as much as I did, and it was a lot of work, but my professor was amazing and, like, very passionate about tax law, um, so I actually really enjoyed that, and then I actually also really enjoyed, um, my criminal procedure class, which I'm currently in. Again, really love the professor, didn't think I was going to like the class because criminal law is so complicated and it's got so many kind of sensitive issues and topics within it Mm -hmm. that I was expecting to kind of walk away from each class feeling very discouraged or very angry, you know, one of the two. Yeah. Um, But that professor made that super enjoyable. Um, And then I also really enjoy uh, my clinic, which is basically where you get to, practice real law under the supervision of an actual
0: attorney with actual clients. Nice. So uh, can you talk a bit more about the class structure? Is there a lot of reading? Is it more writing? Um, And how do you study? I'm sure that you have to memorize so many different laws. So what are some ways that you found the most effective for you?
6: Yeah. So for law school, um, you do have to read a lot. You're going to be reading a lot. Like, I don't even know how to emphasize how much you're going to be reading. Um, But you basically, you get your syllabus ahead of time, or if Mm -hmm. your professor will update it regularly is kind of another method. But you have to read before class, and you have to try to understand the case law and the things that you're learning before class. And then class is usually treated as a chance to discuss things further, get clarification, maybe go a little bit more in-depth on certain ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need to... Uh, prepared for class if you want to be successful in law school uh it's it gets easier as you go through but especially that first year you really want to make sure that you're doing the reading beforehand and mm-hmm. like actually coming to class ready to talk about the things that you've already learned
0: i see uh, um, yeah oh do you have anything I, else? i don't know
6: oh uh, yeah i was like just for like the study methods real quick mm-hmm. um it varies for every person But for me personally, the way that I found helpful was um, I handwrite all my notes still. I don't type them because I find it helps me remember things better. Mm -hmm. And then the biggest thing I do is I summarize things in my own words. So you read and then you rewrite it in your own words to make sure that you actually understand. Because if you can't summarize it and you can't re-explain it in your own words, you probably didn't understand it.
0: Right. I want to go more into this cold calling because that seems very stressful. Um, So what happens if you don't know the answer or if... um, like you're, you give the wrong answer, does, does does participation count or does it affect your grade?
6: Usually it's, partition, it's participation based. Um, and again, it really depends on your professor. So I've had professors where they'll be very nice and they'll kind of slowly lead you to the right answer by asking certain questions so you'll yeah. get there eventually. Um, but I've also had professors that do kind of the infamous that's not quite what I was looking for. And then they'll move on and you'll just sit there like slightly ashamed of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, for that, honestly, everyone is going to get cold call, everyone and everyone is going to have a bad cold call. Um, And that's totally okay. You're there to learn. It's, it's not embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And like, no one will remember unless you are egregious, like unless there's, there's one person who like, was teasing the professor about his football team during his cold call and the professor was just like I don't know why you're doing this um and then proceeded to cold call him for the next 30 minutes
0: plus. Uh, yikes (laughs) Um, so uh are your grades based mostly on just a couple of tests because I've heard that you know you have like a midterm and then a final in some classes um is that how your classes are structured or would you say there's more room in between to make up your grade?
6: So for law school, the vast majority of your classes are going to be entirely final based, or vast majority final based. Like, okay. I think most of my classes are around like eighty-five percent final based, like maybe fifteen percent participation. Um, some of them will be different, and usually your first year classes leave you more room. So, like the first year class, a lot of times will have midterms and a final and participation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll split it up a little bit more. But in law school, it is, it is largely the final. And the other thing about law school is that you are graded on a curve. Um, so even if you get a 90 out of 100, if a 90 is the median score, you're getting a B minus.
0: Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so now that you're in your 2L year and then you're going into the, your third, um, what are some of the classes that you're taking now? Are you able to choose and kind of specialize into more of the health law?
6: Yes. Um so second year and third year you get to choose your classes. Uh there are gonna be classes that you probably should take. So a lot of these classes are bar classes, they'll come up on the bar when you go to actually, you know, take the test to become a state certified lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um so like, let me see for example like criminal procedure is a bar class. It's likely not super relevant for what I wanna do in the health law but it is one of the classes that's going to come up on the bar and is good for you to know um, yeah. And it's probably difficult to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. So you want to make room for bar classes and you want to take them, but I've had room in my schedule now for, I have, I took a health law class. I took law science and technology. Um, I took FDA regulation. Um, I took healthcare fraud. So there's a lot of, a lot of options and you definitely get to choose more in your second and third year. And I do really like the kind of freedom that you get to choose and like arrange your schedule. So the way that I've done it is I have like one or two bar classes every semester. So they're spread out and bar classes usually are a decent amount of work because it's a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Um, So the fact that I get to spread them out throughout my semesters means that each semester has a similar workload without any one semester being too heavy. But I know that other people... Just like to get their bar classes done all in their second year because then their third year they have time in their schedule for like externships or other things.
0: Yeah. And so, what are your plans after you graduate law school? What are kind of the career prospects of a lawyer going into the healthcare field?
6: Yeah. So, um, a big thing that I want to do is what I guess you would call policy consulting.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, Where if there are laws that are in place already, you know, big clients, especially like hospitals or even state governments, will come to law firms and ask them, if I implement like XYZ program, does that still follow the laws that are in place? Or if I do a certain thing, will that cover me for this requirement under this law for like what my company does? Like hospitals have laws they have to follow, medical device companies, med tech companies, um, state governments you know, insurance, like everything kind of ties in together. And it does get pretty complicated. So being one of those people that gets to consult and advise where you're like, you know, that policy actually requires you to do like an extra step than what you have laid out in your, you know, potential program. So add that in and likely you will be okay.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine that must be so important when you're working with all these companies. Uh, to wrap this up, what advice do you have for students who want to attend law school or become a, a lawyer in the future?
6: Um, so I guess I have kind of like two separate lanes of advice. Um, one of them is about college, because full disclosure, um, I don't really think I was ready for college when I went. Um, I think I had a very set idea of what I wanted to do and didn't leave room to actually explore other options. Mm -hmm. So my college experience, while it was really enjoyable, I learned a lot and I don't regret it, I didn't do as well in my classes as I had hoped I would. Um, And I think a big part of that is because I didn't love what I was doing. Um, So for college in general, I'm a big proponent of taking your time and considering community college beforehand. Like if you are not sure about what you want to do or you feel like you haven't had the experience to decide your career at the age of 18, Mm -hmm. which is a totally valid thing because I think it's a little crazy to ask people who months ago weren't considered adults to suddenly decide the trajectory of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, I highly recommend community college or a gap year. Mm -hmm. Um, Explore things, find something that you actually enjoy and you're actually passionate about because that'll make your learning experience that much better. And then for law school, um, and I guess this is also works for general advice. Take your time, honestly. Um, It's okay if you aren't going from undergrad straight to law school. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. It's okay if your kind of track of things is off from other people's, you shouldn't measure yourself against other people's timelines. Um, And then in law school, I think it's really important to find a good support group and a good friend group. I think that goes for college too, but um, the people that you surround yourself with will play a big part in your experience. And I've made fantastic friends in law school who are good people with great goals and they care about you know humanity and doing good things in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really inspiring because law school is a grind. It is, um, it's intense, it's a lot of work. But if you have these sorts of people around you and people who are willing to help and to share, it makes it so much better. And then always keep the end goal in mind. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's hard, especially in college and law school and graduate school to keep the end goal of what you want to do in mind because you're so stuck in the day to day. But do what you can to try to keep the end goal in mind. Like I came to law school because I want to help people because I want to better the public health system. So every time I can, I try to find opportunities that'll remind me of that. And that will kind of reinforce that, yes, this is why I'm here and this is what I want to do.
0: Wow, that's such good advice. So thank you again for being (laughs) a guest. Um, I can't wait to see you, you know, become a lawyer and make such a big impact on, on our health system. So thanks again.
6: Yeah, anytime.